Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up now? We back for that second segment. Steelers Nation Radio, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, right here on Steelers Blitz. And perfect time to remind you that all of this content, especially during this time of year, is brought to you in podcast format. Wherever you get your podcast at, type in Steelers Blitz. Subscribe, man. You'll get all of this content when it is dropping fresh, hot off the press, sometimes before you're even known or notified right. by it, man. But that is the beauty of being subscribed. That is the beauty of this podcast format that we are recording in so definitely tap in with that but um before we went to break we said that uh we do like the interaction from the power grid the megawatts even when we aren't live we still love your feedback we still want your thoughts comments concerns your interactions and you guys have been listening and you have been tweeting and we are very grateful for you and appreciative of that so To be men of our word, which if we're not one thing, that is definitely something that we are, men of our word. (laughs) We're going to tap in to some of these here tweets. So, yes. with that being said, in the words of the coach that's going back to the Super Bowl for how many times in a row now, time's yours. Real real quick, though, Mozi, because now Mm. that you said that, but you could explain if you want to, or you could just give me an answer. Mm-hmm. Better. This is my tweet to you. Better storyline, Kelsey Brothers Bowl or Andy Reid Revenge Bowl? Um, uh, Probably Kelsey Bowl. Yeah. I think so. Like, because once he already won that Super Bowl in Kansas City, it kind of was like that. All right, I already got mine. I'm and, up and Philly you guys. got Y'all theirs, see what too. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a... That's a good oh, point. They did, but you did it. Like both sides won. I think the Kelsey's thing is it's more exciting because you know they love the heck out of each other. You see them at each other's games. You see them like really rocking with each other. Like mm-hmm. when Travis Kelsey is not playing, man, he's at his brother's game and vice versa. So mm-hmm. to me, I just think that's just a dope scenario. I'm like excited and hurting for them because I'm like, man, you know it's one of those things where somebody's gonna have the bad side of it. 
but for the rest of their life. Be, <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be such a memorable, awesome experience for those dudes. Like, yeah. I just think of like playing an AFC Championship game. I can only imagine what it would be like playing against my brother in a Super Bowl. Like, just unreal. That's but that's one of those ones where you're never going to forget this game. And the guy who wins it, it's going to be bittersweet because it's like, yeah, I won, but I know what this pain is going to feel like for my brother as well, man. Right. Right. No, that's well said. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right. Let's get to the tweets here. CJ tweets us. And, you know, this is an interesting one here, Motsi, because this has been something Steelers fans have, have been debating on social media over the last couple weeks. Um, CJ says, maybe hot take alert here. Anytime mm. the Steelers get eliminated from the playoffs, I root for other teams in the AFC North because I believe their success will push us uh, to get even better. Now, he asked a question here, too, but I just want your thoughts on that because there's been a lot of, you can't root for Joe Burrow. You can't root for the Bengals. You can't possibly want good things to happen to Cincinnati. I don't care if you hate Kansas City or if you hate Buffalo or whatever. If you're rooting for Joe Burrow and the Bengals, you're not a real Steeler fan, right? Like, I've seen a lot of a lot of those debates on, on Twitter and social media the last few days. Motsi, what say you? I look at it like this, man. You do to an extent, want to see the other teams around you having success because it does justify the competition level. One of the things that we always enjoyed when we were here in 14 through 17 and stuff like that, when we could say, hey, we got three teams from our division in the playoffs right now. And we would feel confident knowing that of the three teams, we're the best. But we also love the fact to be able to be like, yeah, our second and third team in our division can still beat the top team over here, can still beat the top team over right, there. And you don't right. get that without having your teams around you be good. Nobody wants to be in a, a division with Cleveland Brown. You know what I mean? Like, and pre-Deshaun Watson, Cleveland Brown specifically, where it's just like, yo, right. what are y'all like? Y'all just suck to suck. Like, we don't want that. So to an extent, yeah, you do want to see these other teams do well. But at the same time, it is going to push us. When you watch Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins, and you watch that defense, what's the feel? What's the feeling that we feel in Pittsburgh? We're going to get left behind. What do we just mm -hmm. talk about on the front end when we talk about some of the, man, they got the easiest schedule? Yeah, you feel inadequate. Right now in Pittsburgh, it's a lot of people feeling inadequate. It's a lot of people starting to look and say, okay, well, how can we hate on the Bengals right now? Y'all got to pay Jamar Chase in a little while. Yeah, you think they tripping? They have one of the top quarterbacks. When you have a top quarterback, you don't care about these other pieces. Yeah, but honestly, you know, that's kind of how I feel um, when you're just talking about how you view other teams that's in our division. And that's why I don't think of it necessarily as a negative. Like I said, but I could definitely understand the people that do look at it as a negative. But I kind of do side with CJ, man. I, I like how it pushes us and I like how it just keeps our division at a higher standard, man. We want to feel like when we come out of our division that it matters, that it means something. How many times in the past when you would think about the Patriots coming out of the AFC right, East right. and people would say that's a cupcake of a division, they're going to always win it. It's, it's, it's easy for them. You don't want that type of reputation, even though it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It's just one of those things that you don't want to hear. You don't want to deal with. You want to feel battle tested ahead of time. So, you know, that's the first part, at least to, uh, to CJ's tweet. But didn't he have a question as well, right? I think he, he did. Yeah, he, 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 he follow up. Yeah, he did. Yes. Um, he said now with some time to reflect on the 2022 season, what did you feel was the Steelers primary weakness? That's a good question. The primary weakness. Um, consistent pass rush pressure on defense, uh, consistently being able to stop the run on defense and then on offense, it would just say more red zone execution. Um, and just 
yeah, that's kind of what I'm at with it right now. It resonates yeah. with offense. Mm-hmm. That's where uh, I'm at too. Like, I think it, it took them yeah. some time to carve out an mm-hmm. identity on offense. Yeah. You know, um, being able to establish that run game. Then with that, getting Kenny Pickett in a position where you know he can go out there and, and win games down the stretch and in final moment drives and opportunities like that. Um, I think it's a good call by you. Pass pass rush and run defense was was too inconsistent on defense mm. um until the last stretch of the season when they really started to rattle off some wins. Yeah. And it just felt like the offense had nothing really that they could hang their hat on until that stretch down the season yeah. where they where they were able to win some games. So those I yeah. think that's that's perfectly stated by you. Those are the ones yeah. that I would well, go with as well. And also look at it like this, man. Everybody has different expectations. So if you're a person that expected crazy things from this offense, you're probably gonna list 30 different things. Now, if you want to have them expectations, <laughs> it's that's a great point. That's a great but point. <laughs> we know what we were expecting, or at least I knew what I was expecting from this offense. So, yeah, based on what I was projecting and based on what I saw, to me, Red Zone is the thing that, yeah, I would say you need to improve upon. All right, let's uh let's keep hitting these tweets here. Let's, oh, we got two, let's do it. Let's two, two more that I wanted to roll by you. Uh, our buddy Steeler Rocker Jay in New Hampshire, mm-hmm. which. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jay, the one who sent us the Cajun seasoning for Christmas. Yes. yes. I used it this week. It is nice. I I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. It's got a little kick to it. It's got that Cajun taste to Mm -hmm. it. So, Jay, thank you. The flavor is really bold. I like it a lot. Me too. Me too. It's funny. My wife is not a huge Cajun person. Yeah. Um. So we did some chicken the other day, and I did half for me Cajun style and half for her the way she likes it. I I loved it. It was yeah. it was fantastic. So thank you, Jay. We appreciate that. So Jay Jay here tweets us Motsi that he likes to go back and rewatch the Steelers games from the previous mm-hmm. season this time of year. Um. He says it feels like, like your phone. There we go. I know. I like that. that. That's, like. How, that's how you know you're a real football <laughs> addict because right, like this this time of year, other than the playoff games, I'm like. Give me some basketball. Give me some hockey. Give me, give me something else. I've been watching nothing but football since July. Um, Jay says, uh, feels like when we ran 22 personnel, we had a lot of success in our head-to-head matchups. Considering the cast that we have returning, you guys think 22 personnel can be used more, or is that something that just has to remain situational? No, Good that question. is what they do. Y'all, not y'all, I don't want to say y'all. A lot of people don't like it because it doesn't have style points. That's right. always been the complaint. When Kenny Pickett had the most success during that seven and two run down the season, 13, 22, 12 personnel run the ball, play action pass. Problem is, it's not sexy. It doesn't average 30. It doesn't feature George Pickens getting 20 targets a game. And people don't like that. So, yeah, we know Spot what's on. effective. We know why Matt Canada runs when he runs and why he was calling what he was calling and why it was effective in that second half of the season. And I do feel like this is what Coach Tomlin in this offense really wants because I think that it protects Kenny, number one. It's something that they're able to do at a high clip because it's small menu but really big understanding in terms of the details of it. And I think that it just puts them in a position to stay like on a positive trajectory without having to deal with the highs and lows of you trying to be a team that throws the ball 30, 40 times a game. We... It's, it's this, And this is the other part when you talk about why this method is effective, but people don't like it. Mm-hmm. The sexy thing is having a top five quarterback. But we also know that's the hardest thing in the league to get, a top five quarterback. Yes, it is. Period. But people will do whatever to find out if they have a top five quarterback or not. And it's like, why do you need to know that? 
you can still win and be just as effective without having to go out here and say, hey, Kenny, throw this 40 times in the game. We want to see if you can average 30 points. We want to see if you're in the top five. You don't got to do that. Like what no. Dallas does with Dak Prescott. Exactly. Like, wh- why? You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. <laughs> in fact, you take the approach like Cincy does. You watch Cincy all of a sudden. Cincy isn't coming out here trying to air it out to prove that Joe Burrow's elite. No. They run the ball. They're going to play action you. But when it's time for him to cut it up, oh, he's capable of he's it. He's ready. But yep. Yeah, but that's the difference. Like when I think of Cincy versus even like a Buffalo. Buffalo, they still have it dialed back too much where it's like too much on quarterback, not enough on allow the team to help you. Cincy, they have that fine balance. The Kansas City Chiefs, they have that fine balance. We are showing the second half of the season that we also could have that balance. The problem is people yep. don't respect it because it's from Kenny versus it being from Mahomes or Burrow. And because we have a Matt Canada whose name isn't as sexy as an Andy Reid and stuff like that. So I get it. But no, I think, Jay, you're spot on. And honestly, this is something it annoys me at times because people will complain about winning. Yes. And complaining about championships. Well, but said. then we'll turn around and hate this method. And it's like, this is the same exact method that the teams that you're clamoring about are implementing right now. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a great breakdown by you. I'm completely with you on that. I think the e- Eagles do that same kind of thing, Absolutely. right? San Fran um, does it too. San Fran does that too. Think about it. They, but they they love, oh man, Nick Sirianni, you saw he's scoring points. How's he scoring points? Running the ball, play action pass, take a shot downfield. Mm-hmm. Not wearing the gun 40 times a game. Right. It hasn't 40, been the Jalen Hurts show the past two weeks. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. San Fran, Brock Purdy, San Fran, Jimmy G. Same exact concept. All mm-hmm. of these teams that people point to, it's like, the things you clamored about, you actually have here, but you can't see it because you're so like hyper focused on being negative with the narrative that you're going to destroy or still is going to let you destroy it. You're going to destroy yourself going crazy trying to holler about that type of stuff. But that's the thing that's always yes. funny to me, man. Yes, I'm with you on that. And hey, we all like this was the starting point this this mm-hmm. season for all of that. It's reasonable mm-hmm. to expect them to take a step forward next year. But I, I think you're right. There's there's a fine line between having that reasonable expectation and pushing your narrative that that maybe you've been sitting on for a few months or, or a couple yep. years here. That's a good you breakdown. You wanted to be right. You wanted that's to be good, right. So you can keep bringing it up. <laughs> that's a good breakdown by you, Arthur Motes. Uh, last one here before we talk a little Pro Bowl. Uh, Steeler Nation 920, our buddy up. So we go from New Hampshire to Wisconsin. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> Tyler says, uh, I'm back, Cousins couple questions for us here, Motsi. All right. He says, I want to know, Motsi, you're the best away experience you had as a player in the NFL playing on the road. And Wes, mm-hmm. the, the best experience you've had on the road in terms of working. Man, so for me, uh, I'll go easy one. Um, second year in the league, Buffalo Bills were playing Dallas Cowboys. They just opened up the new stadium. Ooh. It was dope because, number one, the biggest stadium I've ever been to um, in terms of just like you driving literally on your bus in the stadium for probably like 10 minutes going to the locker room, which is yeah. insane. Yeah. But um, I had like my fam, though, man, because, you know, man, back home, my folks are diehard Cowboys fans. Like they rock with Bills and Steelers because of me. But you go to their houses, it's Cowboy Shrine. That's how you grew up. You got yep. you got you got Arthur Motes in Steelers gear, but it's Cowboys, period. So. For me to be able to have my, you know, first experience playing against the Cowboys in Dallas, the new stadium, have my mom, my uncle, like certain fan members there that are like awesome. just on cloud nine. Yeah, it, it was an insane experience for me. And then post game laughing at my uncle because he, you know, like I said, he's one of the ones who really like got me into football when I was younger and, tra- and like training and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was funny. He's like, you know, 
as much as I love the Cowboys, I'm watching Michael Irvin walk by. I'm watching Troy Aikman walk by. I'm watching all these legends walk by. And he's like, I'm crying on the inside because I got my Bills jersey on. <laughs> so like I got, he's like, but it's your jersey, so I can't take it off. But he's like, I can't even go to them and tell them I'm a diehard fan because right, I'm in be Jerry's like- world with a Bills jersey on. Yes. Yes, that's great. That's a great story. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, that'd be the one for me, man. That's good. That's good. I uh, so so I've only had the one year experience of uh, in terms of you know traveling with the team now and and working working away games. But from this past year, the two the two that I really liked were Buffalo, just because I, I I've said this on the show before, but to me that's as closest that you get in the NFL to that mm-hmm. college game day atmosphere. Yeah. And if you know anything about me, my favorite thing in sports mm-hmm. is that college game day atmosphere where the yeah. entire town shuts down. Every piece of asphalt and gravel and grass turns into a tailgate parking lot. And it's it's everybody's in there and they're on their feet and they're rowdy the entire game. Going up to Orchard Park to for that Steelers-Bills game, was it was like going to Morgantown for a big game. It was like going to State College for a big game. It was an amazing atmosphere. The whole town shuts down around the game. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then Atlanta, just because mm, of that, how, hey. how sick that stadium was and that press box and all that stuff. So from the atmosphere and environment i would say best away trip has been buffalo just from an amenities standpoint uh i would say i would say atlanta because they they roll out the red carpet down there in every aspect at that mercedes-benz stadium um so those those would be the ones that that i would say after a year but hey we'll check back next year because we got five new we got five new road trips next year um Question number two from 920. Cincinnati, stable franchise that will be in contention going forward, yes or no? Yeah, they have a top five quarterback. That is the method. Once again, we can try to holler about who you got to pay and all that to make you feel better about yourself, but we all know there are two ways to win in this league. Rookie salary quarterback, talent all around, or elite quarterback and guys just around. Mm-hmm. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. You look at all the teams that have success in this league. That's it's, it's one or the other. As long as they got Joe Burrow, and he is a top five quarterback, they are going to be in every conversation. No different than when we had been. It didn't matter if it was AB. It didn't matter if it was Juju. It didn't matter if it was Martavis. We could just go down the list and list and listen. How many times have we said, "Man, Ben creates all these receivers." You know why? Because he's a top five quarterback. So when you talk Joe Burrow, you know what they're gonna be saying. Oh, it don't matter who he's throwing to over there because who he is. The same way Patrick Mahomes had Marquette, uh, was it Marquez yep. Valdez Scantley looking like he's the number one receiver that should be getting yep. paid $20 million. When yep. you got quarterbacks like that, it does not matter. Arthur Motes, Patrick Mahomes lost <laughs> Tyreek Hill, right? Uh huh. Who mm-hmm. went on to lead the NFL in receiving. Yeah. Uh huh. Mahomes lost that guy. Talk about his numbers. Mahomes lost that guy and still led the league in passing and Thank touchdowns you. thrown. And it's still going to be the favorite to win the MVP. He's going to be the favorite to win the MVP. Yes, Yes. it's insane. But but follow the narrative if you want to. So are we gonna are we gonna create that same narrative with Joe Burrow in Cincinnati? Mm, I'm good. You think about Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? Who does he go to? Who 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 throughout his tenure? It wasn't Mm -hmm. always Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. Okay. Drew Brees only had what one or two years of Michael Thomas. How, how many years did Brady have a Randy Moss? Two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
when you have the guy at quarterback, yep, that is what matters the most. But that's ultimately why we try to do whatever we can to get those guys because they are worth that. That's why you pay them the way that you do. But that's why you also got to make sure you actually have that guy. And that'd be interesting to see if we have that guy in Kenny. I know it's split down the middle. Some people believe that we do. Some people believe that we don't. But I do feel like that's going to be what we need to figure out with Kenny. That's year the big two question in year, three. In year two. Yeah. It's like all the speculation, narratives, all that, cool. But when we really talk Joe Burrow, when you really talk Patrick Mahomes, now Mahomes, I know is year two for him, but it was really year one in terms of him starting. But you look at how fast they got it going. That's 100%. You look at what they did year two, then you look at what they did year three. Mm-hmm. That's how, when we talk Kenny, if you want to put him on the elite tier to that level, we'll find out. We'll and both out. of those guys, and both of those guys in year two had different off seasons. You talk Patrick Mahomes; he had That's one true. start under his belt, <clears throat> came onto the scene fifty and five k. You talk Joe Burrow going to his second year; remember he was rehabbing off of major ACL. knee surgery, yeah. So very different. So we'll see which version Kenny falls into, but. That's that's the difference, man. When you got that type of guy, yeah, I don't care about the rest of your squad because you have the most important piece on Agreed. the board. <laughs> that's I, the most important piece on the board, man. I completely yeah. agree. I it's completely a lot agree. easier. It's a lot easier to win with that than it is to win without that. Yeah. A franchise quarter, a true top three, top five yeah. franchise quarterback is you, franchise you take, stability. Yeah, you take that over any amount of team air quotes. Mm-hmm. I got a loaded team. You're the oh, you're the Niners. Absolutely. You're the Niners <laughs> yeah. versus Mahomes. You know? Absolutely. Give me get loaded team versus the guy. Give absolutely. The guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Give me the guy. Loaded team is cool, but give me the guy. Last last one here from 920 Motsi as we wrap this thing up. And now this is a good one. If you had to choose just one style of food to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, Italian. Cause I got my pasta, but That's also got my answer, chicken parm. Right? Yeah, That's got my chicken answer. parm. I got my soups with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Give me, give me a. Time. Like you and I yeah. both, we love barbecue. Shoot, we love, they even do we steaks. Love, they do steaks. We love seafood. We love, yeah, we love yeah. Mexican food. Yeah. I, I love, I love like Mediterranean style food. Yeah. Um, but it's got, it's got to be Italian. It's yeah. just got to. Yeah, it's like I just feel like it's so versatile. Oh. And I'm gonna enjoy it, man. I got Pizza, my lasagna, pasta, you know what sandwiches. I mean? Like, yeah, you get the prosciutto like, and the mozzarella. I can go wherever I need to go with that thing, man. So yeah, yeah, definitely Italian, definitely. Yeah. I, I think I think we're on the same page on that one. I'm with you. I'm with you. No, without a doubt, without a doubt, man. But um, it is about that time to take our final break. When we come back, though, the boss man, the head head honcho, has some comments. I'm talking about the Steelers president. Team owner, that guy, Mr. Rooney, the second. When he speaks, you know we react. So when we get back, that's what we'll be talking about. But don't touch that. Dallas Arthamos, Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.